Welcome back to the Keys to Success podcast. So today I want to talk with you about the importance of embodiment. To truly own your craft is to embody the lifestyle and the choices that you plan to lead others through. So you want to, you know, lead yourself through these things first. And essentially embodying what you teach and preach others on. You know, practicing what you preach. I think that's a quote we hear often. And I feel like embodiment goes hand in hand with integrity. You cannot stand in full integrity in your life, in your career, or in your business until you have fully embodied the craft that you plan to teach others. Now, back in 2020, the pandemic created a massive wave of entrepreneurs, which I think is great. I, you know, I love seeing people lean into their passions and create something magical for others. I also love, really love seeing people you know, step out on their own and create their own dreams rather than working for someone else's. However, this 2020 wave also brought in a lot of people that are basically copy and pasting other people's strategy, other people's voices, and other people's creations and using them as their own. And thus, you know, giving themselves the title to go along with it. However, they haven't truly lived or embodied what they're teaching on. Now, I personally... I don't think you need like an official certification to be, say, a business coach or marketing or strategy expert. You know, certificates and titles, they're just labels and they can sometimes make us feel limited. They can put us in a box and kind of stifle our creative energy. However, I do think that you must have lived the experience or craft that you plan to teach others on. For example, if you are a business coach, then I hope you've built your own business first before you start leading other people through it. You know, if you are a wellness expert or you say you're an expert, you know, I hope you teach yourself or have gone through the process of living the non-toxic lifestyle before you lead other th people through it. So for the wellness arena, that might just mean using some of these products in your own house, like creating routines and practices that you enjoy, doing a little trial and error before you lead others through it. Now notice, I don't say that you must have perfected it. I say more that you have embodied it, you have lived a certain craft. Now, personally, I do not teach on anything that I haven't fully embodied myself. You know, it really is harder to be an effective teacher in something if you haven't truly lived the experience yourself. You're not going to feel as confident in your voice, and you're going to have more fear and limitations come up if you haven't lived through the process that you're teaching on. I see so many people out there not practicing what they preach. They may speak publicly on an issue or posture towards a certain truth, belief, or lifestyle choice yet they do not hold themselves to it behind the scenes, aka when no one is watching. That's actually when it really matters. That's when you really get to see the true side of people is when no one else is watching, like what happens in that space. And this is especially obvious in the coaching world. There was an influx of coaching or people that were leaning towards the coaching profession, right, in 2020, which again, I love. However, just because you desire to teach on something 
doesn't mean that you can do it authentically and with integrity if you haven't lived through it yourself. You know, there are many coaches and mentors out there that are not doing the same inner work that they are assigning to their clients. And again, they're doing this, this method of like copy and pasting like a strategy or a method that they may have learned in a course or from their coach, and they're trying to market it, but they don't actually do it themselves. And so what happens is they aren't leaning into their unique voice. Um, it might be that they're teaching on something that they're, that's not even part of their purpose, that they're not even meant to teach on. They just saw the marketability of it. They saw the profits that other people were making. And they're like, yes, that's what I want to do. So what happens is it starts to feel unaligned energetically and it doesn't have that same staying pattern. So what, how, how I see this manifest in the world is it will be a lot of coaches having kind of like um, one hit wonders, like they'll have one course that they sort of do okay with, and then they won't have the same staying power, meaning clients will not return after that. And, you know, you don't have to be like an energy worker or energy healer or someone who's deeply spiritual to pick up on other people's energy. People do this every day. So what I see happening here is a lot of times people will sign up for a course that is taught by someone who hasn't fully embodied what they're teaching on. And then the energy feels out of alignment. It feels kind of sticky. And then the clients do not return because they, they can't put their finger on it, but they're like, something just didn't feel right in this course. So they don't buy again and again. So how do I know when I have fully embodied something? I feel like you might be asking this now. So, well, for me personally, I know um, I am there when I can talk about something forwards and backwards, inside and out. And I have no fear about what kinds of questions I might get from people in like a course or a coaching call. Now, does that mean that I have all the answers? No, absolutely not. No one does. No one has all the answers. However, it does mean that I feel comfortable enough navigating through, you know, the vis visibility and the capacity needed to take on anything that might come at me. So the next question you might have is, okay, so where is a good place to start to fully embody your craft? Like you want to embody it, you want to teach on it, you have a passion for it. So, well, start with practicing what you preach others on. If you teach others on non-toxic living, then look at your daily routines, your practices and rituals. Look to see where you can practice new recipes, try new things, and really get a feel for all that non-toxic living encompasses. The more you live in this lifestyle, the more comfortable you will feel teaching others on it. So let's move on to a coach. So if you are a coach, I want you to review what you teach others on. Like, what does your website say? And then I want you to look and see how you can show up more in integrity in these areas. And, you know, I'm also going to say something else, just a side note on coaches, something that I have experienced personally. So sometimes our clients will mirror back to us what we need to see or do ourselves. I am a huge believer in the power of journaling. If you've listened to one or two episodes of mine, tops, you probably have heard me mention journaling. So if ever I'm telling a client to journal on a fear, yet I have fears that week that I haven't taken the time to journal on, I immediately feel out of alignment when I'm sharing it with them. You know, it could be that I'm putting it off. I'm just ignoring it myself. Life is busy, you know, making all the excuses, yada, yada. 
So I have had this happen to me from time to time myself while I'm on a coaching call. And as soon as we are done on that call, I will immediately grab my journal and do the work that I have been putting off. Because again, it's, it's interesting, you know, there's, there's a dynamic when it comes to coaching that um, we will get hints of what we haven't fully embodied if say we start to take on a topic or mention something to our clients that we might be avoiding or still putting in the work like we will see that mirror back to us and it'll mirror back to us in a little bit of like icky energy or feeling out of alignment or like kind of like a nudge like okay you need to do this as well even though I have embodied journal work I have embodied the inner work if I'm avoiding it in the week when I mention it to a client, I even notice it in like the tiny instances like that. All right. Well, that's all for today, friends. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If this resonated with you, feel free to share this podcast with your friends, your biz besties, and your family. And also, I love showing up on Instagram. So feel free to take a screenshot of this podcast share it on your social media and tag me in your post or your stories. I always enjoy seeing which re episodes resonate with you the most. All right. That's all for now, friends.